0: Senate Help Committee Majority Staff release a report on nonprofit charity care. The GOP Doctors Caucus have a plan to reform the Medicare physician fee schedule. And Representative Jim Jordan faces an unclear path in his quest to become the next Speaker of the House. For the week of October 16th, 2023, from Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., this is Health on the Hill. Brought to you by Heart Health Strategies. I'm Matt Duckworth. I think there's enough people that would see what has happened and transpired over the last 40 hours to not support them that we're going to have the same problem with Jordan that we had with Scalise. So it's a ma- I think it's a math problem. Kicking off this week's episode with news from Capitol Hill, where the House of Representatives remains without a speaker following the ousting of Kevin McCarthy on October 3rd. On Friday, Representative Jim Jordan, a Republican from Ohio, became the House GOP's new nominee for Speaker, following a closed-door 124-81 vote. Speaker-designate Steve Scalise, a Republican from Louisiana who currently serves as the House Majority Leader, dropped out of the race on Thursday, after it became clear that he did not have enough support amongst Republican lawmakers to be elected on the floor. Scalise had previously beat out Jordan, to earn the GOP conference nomination in a 113 to 99 vote earlier in the week. Any nominee will need to receive 217 votes to win the speakership on the floor. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, a Democrat from New York, stated over the weekend that informal conversations are taking place regarding a bipartisan solution to the chamber's current speaker situation. Over the weekend, House Republican leadership announced plans to vote on the election of the speaker On Tuesday afternoon. A group of centrist House Democrats have sent a letter to House Speaker pro tempore Patrick McHenry, a Republican from North Carolina, stating that they would back the temporary expansion of McHenry's authority to allow the chamber to take up urgent legislative matters, including government funding and foreign aid. The current continuing resolution expires on November 17th, and the House is unable to vote on a government funding plan until a new Speaker is elected. The letter from centrist Democrats reads, quote, "...in light of our nation's pressing issues, a looming government shutdown, and the attacks on our key ally, Israel, we strongly support an immediate vote to expand the Speaker pro Tempore's authorities to all for the consideration of a legislative agenda limited to the most pressing issues." Unquote. They suggest the expansion of the Speaker pro Tempore's authority in 15-day increments, Until the election of a new speaker. The letter was signed by four leaders of the bipartisan Problem Solvers Caucus, including Representatives Josh Gottheimer, a Democrat from New Jersey, Ed Case, a Democrat from Hawaii, Susie Lee, a Democrat from Nevada, and Jared Golden, a Democrat from Maine. there's no place where this is more pronounced than for our nation's doctors. The very people that we asked to get us through the pandemic, the very people that we've asked to take care of us. And now we arrive at the end of this Congress and we say, thank you for your service. Here's your pay cut. More news from the House today where the GOP Doctors Caucus released a discussion draft of legislation last week that would overhaul Medicare's physician fee schedule. The proposal would provide more flexibility around how much the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services can spend. The agency is currently restrained by a budget neutrality requirement. The bill would also update how the Medicare program calculates practice expense relative value units, or RVUs. Practice expense RVUs have been on the decline since they were last addressed by Congress in 2015. Some news from the upper chamber today where Senator Marsha Blackburn, a Republican from Tennessee, has sent a letter urging the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services to affirm that patients' prescription drug payments, including when financed through copay assistance, constitute cost sharing and should be treated as such. Blackburn cites data finding that manufacturer funded copay assistance reduced Americans' prescription drug costs by nearly $19 billion last year and that foregone or delayed care due to accumulators and other comparable tools likely total between $1.3 billion and $2.5 billion annually. The letter reads, quote, By clarifying that cost-sharing, even when financed through a copay assistance program, still comprises cost-sharing, HHS could correct legal defects of the 2021 Notice of Benefit and Payment parameters and save patients tens of billions in out-of-pocket costs. Unquote. Winding down today where Senate Health Education Labor and Pensions or Help Committee Chairman Bernie Sanders, an independent from Vermont who caucuses with Senate Democrats, has released a majority staff report asserting that major nonprofit hospitals are prioritizing profits over spending on charity care. The Affordable Care Act requires nonprofit hospitals to establish financial assistance policies to care for patients who are unable to afford treatment. According to the report, between 2012 and 2019, nonprofit hospitals increased their average operating profits by 36% and nearly doubled their cash reserves, while their average spending on charity care decreased from $6.7 million to $6.4 million over the same period. Of the 16 largest nonprofit hospitals, 12 of them dedicated less than 2% of their total revenue to charity care, and half of those dedicated less than 1%. The report recommends mandating that tax-exempt hospitals provide a minimum level of charity care, and suggests reforms to increase transparency around the reporting of community benefit data to the Internal Revenue Service. Institute of Medicine report. So this has been a long time coming. We've had a number of U.S. nursing homes that are understaffed, too much turnover, uh, low safety, poor quality. Final news today, where the GOP Doctors Caucus is asking the Biden administration to reconsider its proposed rule regarding nursing home staffing requirements. The new rule from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services would increase the on-site registered nurse staffing requirement to 24 hours and mandate that nursing homes provide 2.45 hours of care per resident day from nurse aides and 0.55 hours per resident day from registered nurses. The lawmakers express concerns that the, quote, one-size-fits-all approach to staffing long-term care facilities, especially those in rural areas, is tone-deaf to challenges they face, unquote. The meeting will come to order. Welcome to the Ways and Means Committee organizing meeting for the 118th Congress. The Committee on Energy and Commerce will come to order. The chair recognizes herself for an opening statement. Um, and it's a pleasure to bring together the first meeting of the Finance Committee in the 118th Congress. Good morning. The Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions will come to order. All right, we're good. We end we each week's year. episode with the call to order, where we lightning round congressional meetings and hearings in the near future that you need to know about. First, on Wednesday, October 18th at 10 a.m., the House Oversight and Accountability Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic holds a hearing titled Strengthening Biosafety and Biosecurity Standards Protecting Against Future Pandemics. Second, on Wednesday, October 18th at 10 a.m., the House Science, Space, and Technology Subcommittee on Investigations and Oversight hosts the hearing, Balancing Knowledge and Governance, Foundations for Effective Risk Management of Artificial Intelligence. Third, on Wednesday, October 18th at 10 a.m., the House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee on Innovation, Data, and Commerce convenes a hearing entitled, Safeguarding Data and Innovation, Building the Foundation for the Use of Artificial Intelligence. Fourth, On Wednesday, October 18th at 10 a.m., the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions, or HELP Committee, gavels in a hearing to examine the nomination of Monica Bertinoli to be Director of the National Institutes of Health. Fifth, on Wednesday, October 18th at 10 a.m., the Senate Finance Committee holds a hearing titled Medicare Advantage Annual Enrollment, Cracking Down on Deceptive Practices and Improving Senior Experiences. Sixth, on Wednesday, October 18th at 10 a.m., the Senate Budget Committee hosts the hearing Improving Care, Lowering Costs. Achieving Healthcare Efficiency. Seventh, On Wednesday, October 18th at 10.30 a.m., the House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee on Environment, Manufacturing, and Critical Materials convenes a hearing entitled, Exposing EPA Efforts to Limit Chemicals Needed for Life-Saving Medical Devices and Other Essential Products. Eighth, On Thursday, October 19th at 10 a.m., the House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee on Health gavels in a hearing titled, What's the Prognosis? Examining Medicare Proposals to Improve Patient Access to Care and Minimize Red Tape for Doctors. Ninth, On Thursday, October 19th at 1.30 p.m., the House Veterans Affairs Subcommittee on Health holds the hearing Emerging Therapies, Breakthroughs in the Battle Against Suicide. And last, on Friday, October 27th at 9 a.m., the Senate Help Committee holds a field hearing titled Overworked and Undervalued. Is the severe hospital staffing crisis endangering the well-being of patients and nurses? Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Health on the Hill, brought to you by Heart Health Strategies. For more information on this week's healthcare happenings in the administration and on Capitol Hill, you can visit our website at hhs.com and click on the policy briefings tab at the top of the page. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts, including the Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Did we miss a story you wanted to hear this week? If so, contact us on Twitter at hhs_policy, and we may include it in our next episode. Have a great week and stay healthy.